0: We're excited to bring you this week's message entitled Rooted, meaning rooted in the house of God. And when you're rooted, you bear good fruit, fruit that will remain. And that also helps you prepare for relationships that God is bringing into your life. So this week, Phil and I spoke together. It was a lot of fun. We encourage you to get your notebook, get a pen, and just hear what the Holy Spirit wants to share with you this week. Note takers are world changers. Enjoy your week. And have a great day. Well, we'd like
1: to do this. Put our hand, put your hands on your heart. Let's say this together out loud. Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father thank, you thank you for what you're about to do in, about me. You, in me. I pray, I pray and I ask now. for ears to hear, ears eyes to hear, see, eyes and a heart to receive. Heart in Jesus' name, if you agree, say amen. Amen. You can be seated this morning. We get the couch
0: again today.
1: And I, I have asked my wife to join me again this morning. How many of you enjoyed last week? Deja vu. Man, we just had a great time last week and I've, we've got some more stuff on our card. We're
0: full. We just got back from a conference and I tell you, we've got so many notes. We're so full, but, but what the, the title is, is planted for today But prepare, prepare, get ready. That was what's been going over in our spirit ever since last week. Prepare, how do you prepare for relationships? How do you prepare for marriage? How do you prepare to start dating? Don't just fall into it. You know, we we prepare for a career. We prepare to go on vacation. It works out better if you know what you're packing, right? Right? We prepare for retirement. It's a good thing to do, right? We even prepare when a new baby's getting ready to come. There's a preparation time and there's an expectancy during that preparation. It's not, oh, I've got to prepare. I just have to work, work, work. No, it's a, this is coming. So I'm preparing. So as we prepare um, to do this, it starts off with the decision to follow Jesus. Plain and simple. Simple. We're talking about relationships, yes, but I said last week, and we we can't stress it enough, you have to have that relationship with God so strong and a living connection every day that that helps you prepare for what he has for you next. So how do you follow Jesus? Well, Father God, he sent Jesus as our example. And Jesus only did what his father did. He only said what his father said. So it's that simple. You don't have to wear the bracelet. What would Jesus do? You just read the word and do what he did. And it's pretty simple. So preparing and planted.
1: Yeah, I want to read to you a scripture out of Revelations. This is Revelations 19, verse seven. It says, let us be glad and rejoice and give him glory. For the marriage of the lamb has come and his wife has made herself ready. I grew up with the phrase "ready-made." How many remember that in food? Different food products that were ready-made. All you had to do was stick them in the microwave. I remember.
0: Oh, like like, not like Jiffy cornmeal, but like
1: yeah, like the like
0: uh, TV dinner,
1: ramen. TV dinner, yeah, so a TV dinner. would Already be better. made. Who
0: remembers? The, they're <laughs> not called made. TV dinners anymore. Like the they're called like Lean Cuisine, Hungry Man. <laughs> I mean, they they they've dolled them up a little bit. Well, ready
1: made means prepared beforehand, previously made, and is now ready for use. So, Jesus shared this story in Matthew 25. He he shared this parable about 10, uh, virgins.
0: So you in this, this, in this verse, revelation, 19, 17, it said, and his wife made herself ready. We are the bride of Christ. Yeah. So we are the wife that is making ourselves ready. Are we ready? So, well, Jesus hasn't come back yet. So we're obviously not. So we need to be in that, that we need to prepare and which means get ready.
1: Yeah. So the 10 virgins, there were five, that took their lamps, but they didn't take oil for their lamps. And then there were five that took oil with their lamps. They were prepared. And so the, the bridegroom was taking long and coming, so they all fell asleep. Mm-hmm. And then they sounded the alarm. Everybody heard, oh, the bridegroom's coming. And so the wise virgins got their lamps, put their oil in their lamps, trimmed them, got them ready to go, and they were ready to go in. Mm-hmm. Well, the foolish turned to them and said, hey, give us some of your oil. Yeah. And they said, no, otherwise there's not going to be enough for all of us you guys need to go and buy oil well, while they were gone. The bridegroom came. but So there were two different types of virgins. There were the ones who were wise who were ready mm-hmm. and the ones who were unwise
0: well, who w- weren't ready. We were preparing separately, and then we came together and, and kind of just massaged the notes, and that was exactly what God had given me, the ten virgins, ten uh, br- uh, bridesmaids, and the, there were five that were ready, five not ready. And you know, Holy Spirit just dropped it in my spirit and said, they all had the same, the same lamp, 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 lantern, lamp. They all trimmed it, but if, they, if, if, the, if the five wise would have given their oil to share, to make it all equal, none of them would have been ready none of them would have, would, would have had enough oil to meet the bridegroom. And so that really talks about our society today. Yeah. You know, we need to be ready, and, but society is trying to tell us, oh, make it even all across the board. It's called socialism. You may have heard about it, trying to sneak in. Make it all even, and basically, then none of us will be ready to provide for for others and don't don't drift into well that just everybody needs everybody needs the oil no right here is a classic example be ready do what Holy Spirit is leading you to do that's the Spirit of God inside of you it's you're not just a lone ranger you're not just a lone bridesmaid running around like a chicken with your head cut off no no prepare you know what to do get your oil ready and then when someone comes to you, you're, you're prepared to show them how to be prepared. Yeah. And so out of your preparedness and out of your abundance, you can say, okay, and that's called mentorship yeah. and you're so, helping them.
1: So the importance of being prepared is um, um, has to do with, there, there's something going on in Arkansas today, and I don't know if you guys know this, but... Arkansas today is number one in the United States in one of the most unenviable categories, and that's the category of divorce. We're number one in the nation for divorce. More people get Did you
0: know that?
1: divorced in the state of Arkansas. If you look it up online right now... I don't now, want
0: to be known for that.
1: Yeah, I, I don't either. And
0: as long as we're just living in the state of Arkansas, we're going to change
1: So that. this is the importance of being prepared because millennials right now, 70% of them hold that marriage is a sacred union. They, they agree with that, but they're not in a hurry to get married. They see things going on and so they would rather take their time you know we see it every day um counseling with you know young men young women who find themselves pregnant and you ask the question are you you know thinking about marriage well eventually and so that seems to be the mentality that i that we hear on a regular basis well eventually you know we're going to wait until you know our, our daughter's three or something we want her to be the ring bearer whatever the reason is but But I I have a deeper reason in my mind that I think that people that I've been seeing, and that's the issue of being planted. Here's how it connects. Okay, let me talk about it here for a minute. Because we have to have a planted mentality. Do you know how few people pray about which church they should go to? They They don't pray as much as they shop. So it's like an outfit, you know. I like that jacket. I like those pants. I don't like those boots, you know. Or I like the pants. I like the boots, but I don't like the jacket. And how do how do you mean that, Pastor Phil? I like I like the I like the worship. I like the programs, but I don't like the preaching. I like the preaching. I like the programs, but I, I don't like the worship. You know. I mean, it's like you know. And we come and we're kind we're shopping. We're shopping. But then you know when you find one that has the three or whatever the criteria is that finds it, then you start going. Well, everything goes good for a while until something happens. And then it's easy to leave. Why is it easy to leave? Because you, you didn't get planted. Here's what happened to me. I, my, wife, my wife and I, um, we were, uh, I was working at a production company in Tulsa Called Impact Productions, we produced television commercials for, uh, for ministries all around the nation. And so I was a film editor. Well, I could get my job done pretty fast. I could tag the videos pretty quickly. And so I had a lot of extra time on my hand. And they had a prayer room that was just this cube. It was a square room, and it had paper all around the walls. And there was a black light in there, and somebody had written on all, uh, you know whatever God gave them on the walls with this ink. So I would go in there and I would just spend time in prayer. And I began to pray and began to seek God, began to pray and seek God. And I remember one day it was really odd because the Holy Spirit spoke to my heart. And he said, I want you to go in, get on the computer. I want you to look for a worship leading job online. I went, what? And I said, well, and I, but I felt it really strong. So I just went in and got on the computer. I thought, hey, let's we'll see what happens here. And I got on the computer and I did a search. And a church came up, Victory Christian Center in Austin. And I just happened to know the pastors. I went to school with their daughter. And they were looking for a worship leader. Well, they had tried to get me to come to that church for several years. And I never did. I didn't feel I didn't fill the, the right pull. It wasn't the right timing. And so I called the daughter and said, what's going on? Well, the long story short was God took us there. And man, did he set us up. I mean, he blessed us. And it 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 was an extreme God move.
0: Well, short story long, you prepared in that quiet time. Yeah. And so Holy Spirit was able to drop that in your spirit and you had an ear to hear. Even though you were being faithful and productive in your job, and it was a great job. Yeah. But you took the time to prepare, and the Holy Spirit was, was what was hovering yeah. over that whole yeah. situation. Yeah. And he moved us at the right time. He did. And literally two weeks. Yeah, you gave we your notice. Were, two weeks we were there. Yeah, it was so and quick. And it was so quick. God's always sent a kind of a quick, quick, quick he, transitions yeah, for, for us. us. But, um, yeah. but,
1: but here's what happened. So I get three years into it. We were there for five years at this church. Three years into it. Um, some things the pastor had made some decision, done some things that, I, you know, when you're on staff, you're a lot closer to the action and you see people for who they really, you know what I mean? Well, you see I, it's
0: personalities. Not, uh,
1: yeah. I mean, you see, you see what others don't get to see. You know what I mean? You get to see the, the ins and the outs and, and, and he had made a decision that I didn't agree with and I was really struggling with it. And I remember I went down to the auditorium. I loved going in the auditorium to pray because all the lights were off, but there was just enough light that you could get in there and you just really. And, man, I, I would play piano sometimes. I would worship, and I, and I began to pray. And I, I remember distinctly going, God, are, are you directing us to go somewhere else? Because it was one of those things that it really bothered me. And, you know, the enemy can get in there and work too, and he can build this stuff up to make mm. it bigger than really than what it is.
0: You got a burr. And
1: I, yeah, I did. And I began to pray, I said, God, and, I, and so I'd heard a pastor say this, we'll put in for a transfer. <laughs> you know what I mean? With your and commanding officer. Yeah, so I thought, well, Lord, if you want us to leave, I'm putting in for a transfer. And so, well, it came back denied, you know. I well, I
0: think because God and wanted you to grow through that. Yes, you exactly. don't grow unless there's 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 advers- you know adversarial wins or that when you go into the the workout room, you know if you never lift a weight, you never build a muscle. You don't right. grow that area. Right. And so that's one thing about marriage. When you're in marriage, you find out things in your life that are irritating to others because they're not irritating to me. I I like me. I get along with me just fine. Me and I, we just have a great time all the time. But then when there's them with you, they bring out, they're like, You didn't like that? What? Well, what's wrong with me? You know, so, so but it's, it's that, that, um, that, I don't wanna say add, what's, what's a better way to say it? When, there, when there's resistance, when there's resistance and, and you push through, because we had decided in our marriage, Divorce was not an option. So that resistance made us stronger because we, we came to terms of, let's talk this out. Let's work this out. No, you're not leaving. We're staying and we're talking this out. We're working this out. Same thing in that yeah. job situation. You would have... Uh, 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 stopped the work that God was doing in you, right. you basically hit a wall. Right. And a fence is a wall. Yeah. And if, if you allow that to stop you in marriage, in business, in, uh, in church life, then you're never going to go past that. That's where I should say a ceiling or whatever. It stops you.
1: Yeah, and that's what had happened to me is I didn't agree. And because I, I, I didn't agree. See, unity is not conformity. Right. It's,
0: it's not sameness.
1: It's, it's diverse. It's not sameness. It's mm-hmm. diversity in unity. Yeah. You know, we agreed on the important things. If we were
0: the same, one of us is not up, needed.
1: I had bumped up against preference. Mm-hmm. It wasn't principle. It was preference. Mm-hmm. He liked blue. I liked brown or whatever. You know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. You like it this way. I like it. I prefer it this way. And it wasn't a reason to leave. And I remember the Holy Spirit said, no, I've called you here and I'm not done with you here and when he, when i when he said that to me i realized i'm done that's it this isn't a conversation that needs to continue i You're didn't done need to with pray the, the i didn't offense. need to i was done with praying about that and i and i realized i was going to resolve on myself that i'm not going to be offended by things that are preference that are not my decisions to make they weren't my decisions and you know what make.
0: the next week there was another opportunity it to was. keep your heart right there's always going to be another yeah. opportunity for you to keep your I heart right. Even when you pass the test this week, there's going to be another opportunity next week to pass another test. Yeah. To, to do the right thing, to say, yes, I'm sticking with it. Oh, they're not perfect, but I'm sticking with it. I'm not going to give up on this. But
1: sometimes we're non committal because we want to avoid anything that would be a painful growth process. Mm. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Um, I, we met with a couple couple days ago and they're new to the church. They just joined uh, Vision Church and, and they were asking me, uh, I was asking the husband, I said, so, you know, what's God speaking to you? And he said, you know, I, I don't know how involved I'll be able to be, you know, because my wife and I were retired now and so we want to be able to travel and go different places. And I said, you know, that's why at Vision we need more volunteers is because our desire... Servant leaders. Our uh, Servant leaders, thank you is because we want people to rotate. Yeah. We, you know, back in kids, they serve what, once a month, Lori? Back in kids, once a month, some once every six weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, so the, we do that on purpose because we don't ever want one person to be stuck back there and we never see them again. Right,
0: well, case in point, Pastor Lori's in here and the children are being ministered to. I mean, to.
1: that's not it's the goal. It's a rotation. Mm-hmm. That's not the goal. And so sometimes we, we hold back from doing anything because and, we and, resist,
0: and then we do nothing. Planted. We do nothing. So, so get involved, get planted. Because when you're actively involved, you're growing and you're producing fruit. And I don't want to get ahead of us on but there. But some
1: people say, you know, some people say I, I'm just not ready for that type of commitment. You know, I we've shared this story before about the, the 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 couple that was about to celebrate their 50th wedding anniversary. They're going through the grocery store line, and the young checkout uh, girl said. I couldn't imagine imagine. being married
0: 50 years and the sweet little lady turned to her and said, well, then don't get married until you can.
1: What was she saying though? She was saying, you need to have resolve Mm -hmm. in your heart because what is resolve? And I remember when I asked you that question is divorce an option because I wanted to know, I wanted to hear you say the answer And, and Nicole Of course, answered the way I suspected, which was it's not an option. And when you had that kind of resolution coming into a marriage, and both of you are in agreement, what it does is you become planted. And when you're planted, you have to withstand the storms, endure the storms, endure the weather that comes. But you're planted. Well, and planted. But this is a decision you make on the front end, is what I'm saying. This is something that's important to talk about and important to know prior to marriage, right? And
0: we are talking about marriage, but it really correlates a lot with church oh, because yeah. this is the mystery of, you know, the, how Jesus and the church and a husband and a wife. But so many times people are like, they have, they experience FOMO. You, Shay, you know what FOMO is, fear of missing out. You know, well, what if there's someone better? What if there's someone prettier? What if there's someone more, more godly in, in a boyfriend or girlfriend? Or coming to church, what if there's a better church? Well, they're doing this over there. So maybe I need to go over there. And then, because and, our church isn't doing what they're doing. So even in the church uh, lifestyle, people have FOMO, fear of missing out, because they're thinking, well, they're doing this and we're not. But you're, you're getting your eyes off of what God's doing here. And he wants to use you in this and body. Same thing in the marriage. Yeah. And my, our daughter, she's, she's overcoming this weekend. And she was really sad because Thursday, she wanted to drive to Tulsa and be a part of the conference. Well, she was really sick and she couldn't. Well, what really bothered her more than that was it was her two-year her, her two anniversary for when they started dating. And so it was a special day. And I text her back and I said, you know, special days are special, but it's our job in life to make ordinary days special. A lot of times we're looking for the, for the extraordinary and the spectacular and we miss right, what God's doing right in front of us. Yeah, that God is doing. We're looking for the, the next big thing out there, church wise, yeah. and we miss what God's doing and wants to do. He's waiting on us to be special, to be spectacular for him. Same thing in marriage and, and getting ready for marriage. So you bring the special into it. You bring the spectacular into the yeah. ordinary, and that's what's called extraordinary. Yeah,
1: just to echo what you're saying, that, that it's not, oftentimes it's not so much about, you know, what I'm missing or, or, you know, this church has got something going on. It's what God wants to do in you, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, because I can go to a great meeting, but if I don't walk away, affect it. And with a, with a greater desire to please God, to serve God, to yeah. a greater passion, then, then I just, it's like going to a movie.
0: Yeah, it's just entertainment. We want hungry people. We've got, we have to stay hungry <clears throat> spiritually. You've got to stay hungry in your marriage. You've got to stay hungry for, for what God has for you. It's so and we've, important. We've had
1: to work through things. I mean, I remember sure. like,
0: we wouldn't be on this couch together if we, had. you hadn't know, we
1: made, our, our work. we made, we made that decision early on that divorce wasn't an option. And mm-hmm. so the good thing that that does is when, you know, when you're planted, planted it, in the marriage, then you yeah. have to work things
0: mm-hmm.
1: out. Sometimes
0: yeah. those branches uh, um, will just whack you, but you know what, you got to be planted.
1: <laughs> so I remember 10 years then, you know, we were, we started to begin to struggle. It was 11, 11 years.
0: Year in. number 11. Yeah.
1: We did it wasn't from the very start because we had, we a, used to
0: hear, we, we, used to hear pa- we used to hear pastors, you know, preach and say, oh, you know, when you fight this and you fight that and we're thinking, "Fight? we never fight. We don't fight. I mean, it was just. Bliss, marital bliss, marital bliss. He loved me. He loved everything I did. He loved me helping him. It was just great. And we thought we had two children.
1: Mothering me, yeah, we, I loved we, it. We had her. Great. What? Oh no, I'm sorry.
0: I never mothered you. <laughs> I On purpose, never mothered you because I had two children. I needed to mother, and there was a big difference. And so anyway, so it was just, it was you know we were we were told, oh you just you know because we were having so much fun being married. Oh you just wait till you have children. So we were waiting, you know, okay. So we had our first child and it was great. We were never late to church. We got there. We we got to play dress up with our daughter. She was just so much fun. And then, oh, well, you just just wait wait till till you you have have two. two. And so then, surprise, we were quickly having two. And so our second one was on the way and we we had him and we traveled and and all the stuff and traveled in ministry. So it was not an easy life, an easy pregnancy because Mm. it was a lot of, moving and kind of what we're doing now yeah. but um <clears throat> so people just kept saying putting putting their experiences on us well you just wait was the key and we never experienced any of that stuff and then year number 11 showed up and it was like who are you what's going on it, it literally was a lot of on the outside uh per- peripheral things uh coming against us and but but we, 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 talked, we, we dealt with it. Yeah. It wasn't easy, but we dealt with it. Yeah. We walked through and we're like, whoo, it's easy to talk about it now because that was way back on your number 11. Yeah, And then, you know, things got, things got good. Now, you never want to pray to get back to where you were. If you're going through something right now, oh, I just wish it was like it was. No, you want to grow from where you're at. Move forward, grow stronger from where you're at. Don't try and go back to where you were because you've already passed those tests. So you wanna start where you're at and move forward. And then everything was great and hunky-dory and moving forward and life-changing and this and that and the other. And then you're number 22. I don't know what it is with the 11s, but you're number 22. We were, it just happened to be, I, I can't, I was like, what is going on? I'm breaking the 11 year cycle. It's not happening at 33, so 34. And um, so we were traveling uh, with the last ministry that we were with the 99. And there was just a lot of stuff going on. But what I realized was the storm was not in our marriage. It was around our marriage. And so it was the peripherals that were trying to get into our marriage, which was causing the conflict. That's okay. And so we had to realize the source and then shore up our relationship and shore up our, 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 our verbal responses and, and, and cues and things like that yeah. and not leave it.
1: Yeah.
0: But when the storm is inside the marriage and there's a lot of, no, I, we, heard, we heard a story the other day of a, of a wife who was just, she, she took her, 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 her engagement ring off. She <laughs> threw it at her husband. She said, I may be married, but I'm not engaged to you. And, and he's like, what does that even mean? Well, as a woman, I, no. I, I kind of totally understood. She's still in the marriage, but she's not engaged, meaning I'm not actively engaged to, to in, in here. But whatever. Everybody's got a story. Just make sure that God writes yours and he's already got the end from the beginning written and you don't want to miss any chapter, any verse, and it's all good. So if right now it's, if it doesn't taste real good right now, then you need to go back to the writer, back to the teacher, back to the creator and say, okay, i I've been doing things my way. But your word says, taste and see that the Lord is good. So I know this marriage is good, but I still feel like it. So help me. And you know what? You know the helper. Holy Spirit is your helper. He's your guide. He's your teacher. You ask my children, who taught you in school? They'll say, Holy Spirit. (laughs) I I had a hand in it. I I helped administrate and get them on the page and all that stuff. But man, the Holy Spirit just downloaded what we needed in that situation and he will do the same thing in our marriages and in your church, in our churches.
1: You know, the interesting thing I was telling that story about, you know, when we worked for the church and I had that moment, you know, where I had to pray and, and press through and the Lord did a lot of things in me. And I remember later after we had left and we were in a new, uh, we had moved to Louisville, Kentucky. And one time in prayer, I was thinking back to that moment when I was in the auditorium and I was really trying to you know, I was really, I, I, I was just having a hard time getting over it. And then God helped me get through it. Well, the Lord spoke to my heart in prayer and said, Phil, he said, because you stayed, I was able to do all these things in you and develop this in you so that I could take you to where I ha- have you today, mm-hmm. doing what I have you doing today. And we don't see it in the natural Sometimes what God is doing behind the scenes and the way he's developing us through the tests, through uh, us not agreeing, us learning to submit to him under, you know, an under shepherd or whatever the situation is, whatever it looks like. um, God wants to grow us and to develop us so that he can bring us to a place that he can use us to at a greater level. See, God's always trying to get more fruit. He is always trying to get more potential in us, but we oftentimes fight him on it. God hasn't called us to be fighters. He's called us to be planters, to be the, plant, the person that's planted where he has us. So, so you know, so some, so some married couples, they don't fully plant. Listen to what it says in Psalm 92, verse 12. It says, the righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those who are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. It didn't say those who visit the house of the Lord. Right. So flourish. It's those who are
0: planted. And in the passion, it says planted by God's design. Hmm. So God plants into churches. So why do we think We need to uproot and move.
1: And so, honey, I think we have grossly underestimated the power of being planted and what God wants to do in us, you know. And so that's why it's important to pray about, you know, obviously pray about your spouse or if you want to be married again or if you want to be married for the first time, pray. Uh, You should already be praying over your spouse. And God, I thank you that you're developing them. You're turning them in to what they need to be. You're helping them go through things and they're learning, they're passing tests. And I thank you, Lord, you're helping me pass tests and I'm becoming who you need me to be so that when we come together, it's gonna be amazing. But-
0: Well, that's another thing that a church um, uh, gives a single, uh, somebody who's in their single season is a family to work with them. And if you can get along in the family and if you're a contributor to the family and if you see a need and you meet a need and you're serving and you've got that servant heart, that's going to translate in a marriage. Yeah. And so, but if you if you just you just come in, you leave, and you're not connected, Where where's the growth there? But if you come in and you're like, you know what, I, I don't know what to do, but I, I can pick up a tissue box and take it to the back or I can pick up the papers or I can help up here. and. You know, just get involved. Become a contributor and not a consumer. Don't just show up. That's just, you know, using oxygen in the building. And and it's paid for, so feel free to use it. But my point is, be a contributor to the family. And so that you're learning people's skills. You're learning to, to be a part of the family, not the center of the family, but a part of the family so that when, when a relationship comes to you and when someone's presented to you by God, you've got protection around you. You've got family members rejoicing with you. Yeah. And a little side note, Becca got a beautiful dozen roses when, when, uh, from her guy um, uh, to celebrate that. But, but those of you who know them, then you can celebrate with them. That's the fun part of being a part of a family, building a family. And that scripture that he just read, for those of you taking notes, and, and uh, world changers are note takers, by the way. Uh, he just read out of Psalms 92. One of my favorites, and these all dovetail, is Psalms chapter 1, 1 through 3, but verse 3, listen to this. They are like trees planted along the riverbank. Like I said, planted by God's design, bearing fruit each season. Yeah. Their leaves never wither. That's good. Oh, but I'm tired. I'm depleted. Well, when was the last time you got, you came to church? Now I'm preaching to the choir. I understand that because you're here and you're like, I'm glad I'm here this week. <laughs> but when was the last time you got connected to a small group? Um, that you got connected in a, in a, in a group within the church? Friends that will help you not wither. And they prosper in all that they do. Bearing fruit in each season.
1: See, what being planted does is, is when you're planted, then when the hail comes, you endure the hail. But when it, the hail's gone, you're still planted.
0: And in this world, we've and, been, we've been and, promised hail.
1: And when you... When,
0: <laughs> and high winds.
1: Especially in Texas. but and when the you're, winds. When you're married... Yeah. When you're married, storms come. I, you know, when Jesus shared that parable about the storm, the man that built his house on the rock, the man that built his house on the sand, it's interesting to note that the storms came to both guys. Storms come, you know, and they will come toward your marriage. But when you have that resolve. And, and you guys have, have talked about it before you got married and you have that result. no, divorce is not an option. Then you're not looking for the divorce option when you go to your shelf to look for options. Mm-hmm. It should be, the God option should be the one that you're going, that should be the one on your
0: shelf. Well, that comes out of being prepared. Yeah. How do you prepare? You, you prayed before the direction came to you. you. You prepared. You get in your word every day. Be hungry for the word read the word the more you read and we John Bevere we just heard him uh, two days ago he had said something that kind of made us go wow just we always heard you know if if you don't read the word you know, your spirit just gets so hungry like you're like like your natural man if you if, if you don't if you fast boy you're ready to eat when the fast is over and you're ready to go for it right because your natural body is hungry because yeah. it was depleted of food yeah, but yeah. you know what he said the spirit is is d- is totally opposite you starve your spirit your spirit just gets quieter and quieter mm. basically doing nothing is the easiest thing to do yeah but your spirit's spirit. not going to go I'm hungry feed me feed me you know it's going to go I'm hungry I
1: want to feed me voice feed will
0: get- me. And so you, so three or four weeks go by and you're like, wow, uh, I don't, I've not been to church in about a month. And, uh, because you didn't, you see, you've got to keep that, that, that pump primed. You've got to keep the water flowing. You've got to keep the word going in. It could be a whole week. And you're like, oh, no wonder I'm weak. You've heard that. You've read, you've read the bumper sticker, you know, a week without the word or Jesus makes one weak. It, it's true. Who can attest to, you know, maybe we don't want to, but two or three days have gone by and we're like, man, I've not been in the Word like I want to or I've not really had that quiet time with God. And you can feel it. You're, maybe you can feel it here. You're more like, you know, against your spouse. You're short-tempered at work. People are like, what well, is guy, going on had, with you? I had a guy,
1: I had a guy ask me, um, he said, I, Phil, I'm I'm getting upset at my wife and I'm mad and I don't know why. What What's going on? So I began to ask him, well, so tell me about, you know your word diet? Are you reading the mm-hmm. word? He said, "Yeah, I read the word." So you spend time in prayer? He said, "Yeah, you know, I I pray." I said, "So, well, tell me on the other side, what what kind of stuff are you feeding on? Have you been watching movies? A lot of movies lately?" And he said, "I have. I've been I've been on a on a bench watching, you know, this 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 mm-hmm. this." And I thought, well, I cut that out mm-hmm. and see how it goes. Yeah, I mean, just. Yeah. cut this
0: out. Real natural, practical, and, and
1: he did, and he came back to me, and he goes, "Wow, what a difference! I haven't been upset in mm-hmm. you know." Well, we
0: forget that, that TV yeah. is feeding our spirit. <clears throat> what we read in in a, in a you know sci-fi or whatever, whatever I'm fine with all that, but whatever you're reading on a, just a, a book off the shelf, it's feeding your spirit. So you need to be the gatekeeper of your eyes and your ears and what's going in. We, f- we focus so much on what's going in here so that we watch this, right? The, the physical intake of food so that we- our bodies don't get in a certain way. Well, we kind of throw out the, the-, 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 the mindset of, well, I, just- I just want to relax at the end of the day and kick my shoes off and lay back on the couch and just just turn the TV on. And here I don't want to have
1: to think. So you'd rather let. So your that spirit thing for is you. being
0: dumped on. I don't know about you, but I've stopped watching the news about a year and a half ago. I used to want to watch the world news at least once a week just to keep up. Stop that. Um, local news. I wanted to watch local news to know what's going on in my locale. Really stop that because there's a, you've, you're going to because you're going to find out what's going on. Somebody's going to tell you what's going on. So it's our job to decipher the truth from a lie. And so we need to make sure our source is truthful and always, and in, in, we know the word is. So continue to get the word in. Prepare your hearts for your relationships, for going to work tomorrow. Prepare. This is for today. Are you gonna eat breakfast tomorrow, lunch tomorrow? So what are you gonna do tomorrow for your spirit? It can't wait till next Sunday. You're not going to, well, maybe Sharon will, I don't know, but you can't fast from now till next Sunday. I doubt you will. So why are you fasting this from now until next Sunday? Get it out every day. Get yourself that's a, a notebook, read a verse or two, and you know what? You will find out, this, this happens all the time. What you read that morning, may, you may be like, okay, well, that, that's good because I know it's God. But then later on, five hours later on at work, something comes up and you're like, oh my word, I just read this morning. You'll never believe this. I just read. See how Holy Spirit does it? You've got to give him something to work with. Put the word in so when you need it, it's there when you need it.
1: So I want to read one more verse to you and then, and then I'd like for us to pray together. And this is out of Jeremiah 17. <clears throat> And it says in verse seven, blessed is a man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is in the Lord. For he shall be like a tree planted by waters, which spread out its roots by the river and will not fear when heat comes, but its leaf will be green and will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will cease from yielding its fruit. See, When we're planted in the right thing in our in our marriage, and we've taken the time on the front end to make sure, you know, we'll we'll feel what if I what if I, you know, talk to this person and and we're considering we're getting close to, you know, possibly considering getting married, and and what you know, what if I ask them about divorce and they and they say yes, it is an option. And I said, Well, I think you need to go, to go back to God and hit your knees over that and allow Holy Spirit to talk to you. Because I know for me, uh, it wasn't an option. And I, that's why I, we tried to ask each other as many questions as we can. See, some people, they want to treat love like it's just this mystical thing and, and I don't know, he just makes me feel and it's all about feelings and it's feelings and it's feelings. Uh, led. And let me tell you what happens really in marriage. This is why you really got to be planted uh, when you come into it is because your flesh is going to die on a pretty consistent basis, pretty regular basis, because if two people come into a marriage super selfish, they're, they're going to have a tough go uh, because it, that's why serving, you know, you were talking about being a servant each a uh, Serving someone is dying to what I want and giving them what they want. You know, I, the, you know, I, I, I've learned with you, you know, certain movies, you know, if I want to take you out on a date that I, you know, I'm looking for like a chick flick. Honestly, I'm looking for, Thank you, you know, or an animal, an animal movie, you know, or something, I, I just, I bring some Kleenex with me because I know it's going to be. No Clint Eastwood. <laughs> you know, one of these. You know. No, I don't even ask. I, you know, and so. <laughs>
0: My name is Trinity. And yeah. And so yeah,
1: I've done. No. Today, yeah. so, I, so I, you know, so we were. Going we, south. we went on yeah. a date recently. And, you know, we were, we were going out and you had gone in. I'd stopped at a store. You had gone in and you talked about going to a movie. So I'm like looking at the show, you know, I'm looking at what's showing and I'm thinking, okay, the rabbit movie, whoever, whatever Peter that, rabbit. Peter Rabbit movie I to see it. is okay. That might be an option. And there was maybe one other because you know that, you know, that
0: Because we we careful of the other movies are not, yeah. <laughs> not
1: very good.
0: Yeah, not an option.
1: So you come out and you said, Hey, how about going and seeing F9? And I went, what? F nine. <laughs> I was like, you're kidding me. I mean, are we even going to understand the story? We haven't seen any of them, you know. Do you have to understand and, the story of F nine? Yeah.
0: Not really. But, but and it was good. I
1: mean, but, since it's so like we out had so there. much fun sitting and you, I I was very surprised by that. But but we met we. Made, I knew you would We were the only it. ones in the theater, and we basically just made fun of the movie the whole. No, <laughs> movie. we had a good time. But I it knew that, I knew
0: you would enjoy it because you kept saying it's just unbelievably out there. I'm like, not believable. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah. But yeah, but so I, I just can't get away from God's way of doing things. It's pretty simple, but it starts with the decision. It's not a prayer that you come down and you pray and you blow your nose and you're like, okay, I'm going to do better now. No, it's, you decide to follow Jesus, and you walk in his ways. That's why he came, to be an example. Before Jesus came, God God had the plan. God mapped it out for his people. It's called the Ten Commandments. And then to to help the people, so they all wouldn't die from just lack of knowledge of hygiene and things like that, he started giving more rules because you know, we they didn't know. Oh, there's a dead animal. We'll just leave it there. And you know, no, no, no. You can't do so. Those kind of rules came in, and they they're, there's they're in the hundreds, hundreds and hundreds. They're called the 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 Levitical laws. But why does God have His way of doing things? Because it's to benefit us. It's to prosper us. Why does God not like divorce? Now, if you're divorced in here, this is not against you, but it's because of what divorce, and you can attest, that's what divorce does to your heart. And your father does not want a heart broken. Your father wants a heart restored and a heart complete. Now, if you were in a marriage that your spouse just didn't want to to be a spouse and and there there was abuse or there was neglect or whatever. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just in general, why God doesn't like divorce and why it's not an option for us because God's way of doing things is to benefit us, not to hurt us. We work with a ministry called Loving Choices. Listen to the name, Loving, Loving, Love choices. There's many choices out there, but they're not all loving. See my point? There's many ways to do God's, I mean, to do life, but it won't always bring you full godly life. But when we do, and I'm talking to me, when I step out of God's way of doing things, I hurt myself. When I'm not walking in the fruit of the spirit, God's way of doing things, I'm hurting our relationship. I'm hurting my heart. I'm hurting his heart. Hurt comes when we get out from underneath God's plan. But when we walk in God's plan and we stay under his umbrella, that's where the blessings are and the benefits are. Now, we don't sell Christianity on the blessings. However, we've been guilty of doing that. Oh, come to Jesus. This is what they've heard. Come to Jesus and all, your, all, your, all your, your, the bad goes away. No, that's not the truth. Come to Jesus so he can help walk through with you out of the bad. And the storms, when they come, he's the one who's going to say, peace, be still. He's going to still the storms in our life. God's going to say, now do, do, do life my way. And he's taken all, Jesus, when he came, he took all those laws and he boiled them down to two. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. There's no options there.
1: Did you hear an option?
0: Did you hear a choice? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And love your neighbor as yourself. There's the servanthood. Get those two right. Bam you got it. Is it easy? No. We were never promised easy. We were promised eternal life with Him. But God doesn't want us walking through hell in this life. He wants us, and and then going to hell after this life. He wants us persevering. You can get through it. This life is not the end. That's what's so important. This life is not the end. Eternal life is coming. So we've got to prepare now for that eternal life with Him. We can't mess it up and just live our life. Wait, well, well, I'm just going to go out and live my life. Am, am, I, am I saying it right? I want us to be able to get a hold of this. Decide today. And that, mean, that could mean you say goodbye to some friends. It's, it's your friends or Jesus. Now, if your friends come line up, then praise God, here we go. But if they're drawing you away, if they're pulling you away, it's, it's got to be Jesus. Thanks for listening to this week's message. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. Just search Vision Church. If you would like to help support this ministry, you can do so at visionnwa.com forward slash give.